Hello, welcome to part two of the podcast where we discuss how ideas come about for entrepreneurship. Emeka and Uwa go through some of some of the options that, that exist and some of the options that we've explored. In this part, we also talk about our businesses, some of the challenges we face during the week, and we set ourselves goals for the next week. So listen and enjoy. So if you're listening right now and you, you, there is this idea or there is a solution that is existing out there that you like and you believe there is an area that is lacking those services, go do some research. Check it out. Is it even worth doing? Because sometimes, to be honest with you, you might just replicate yourself, put in this, this sweat, and the business is not going to fly. Because either there are some considerations that you have missed out, and that will naturally kill the business. Yeah. Uh, but then, obviously, if you do some research, there could be stuff, solutions, systems, or services that are being delivered somewhere else but in your jurisdiction, in your locality, that is missing. And if you were to actually provide those services, people will buy them. Mm. All right? So yeah. think about them, look around. There could be something that is, you know, that already exists, um, but then, you know, it can be applied in your local local, local area. Yeah. And, and on, on that, um, just yesterday, I was having a discussion with um, uh, a friend of mine, and he... He said for his idea, he said he did a, a SWOT analysis, and uh, what and the SWOT analysis is strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And yeah, that reminds me of my MBA days, mate. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> those are things you learn in the management schools. Okay, so he, I don't think he's done an MBA, but um, he. So with his SWOT so with his SWOT analysis, he looked at the competitors or other companies that were doing exactly what he wanted to do. And he listed their strengths, the weaknesses, the opportunities, and the threats for each one of the companies. And then from that, I think he said he looked at nine. And from the, from the nine, he started to see the common weaknesses and the common opportunities. So he's he's now coming up with a company that would have something similar but he's focusing on the weaknesses of the current um providers or that service and he's harnessing the the solution so that it would um take advantage of the opportunities that's so long as so long as you can you can build a service that the other ones will the advantage that you have adopted the or the, the advantage that you have over them is not easily repl- uh, replicable then you are in a comfortable place because what will happen what typically happen what i have seen is if you can build a replica um system or a replica service and then you have positioned yourself based on some of their weaknesses you have now gained some advantages if those advantages you position yourself that it is difficult for them to replicate those services and replicate your advantages, then you are in a comfortable place. So, for instance, I see the people who own, I mean, for us who are very technical, um, there are companies who have built their systems on maybe uh, servers, so in a co-location environment. So I'm just using that for as an example. Okay, where the cost of hosting uh, their services 
uh, is pretty high because you are on on-site or on-prem um, um, servers. Mm-hmm. Okay. An advantage could be you can reduce costs by using some sort of a uh, a cloud service where yeah. the cost is a lot less. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it will be it will be very hard for these guys to go cloud. Yeah. Okay? At least it, it will not be something that can switch overnight. Yes. So those sort of advantages, competitive advantages that you can introduce, can give you uh, an edge over you know a, competi- a competitor. Yeah. But yeah. then obviously this is for somebody who has done some analysis to understand what are the different infrastructures or different uh, um, things that need to be put in place mm-hmm. for the businesses to grow. I think it, it, there is a whole lot of thoughts that need to be put for put for it before you can make those sort of uh, decisions and remember the people we are speaking to at the moment are still in their nine to five they have not necessarily jumped into owning their own businesses what yeah. they're doing is right now they have an idea and they're looking for ways of actually converting those ideas why they're still holding up their nine to five and making them that jump so we are in that position and yeah. basically right now we are saying we are we identify with what our listeners are feeling right now. There are ideas in their mind. There are things they are mulling right now. And they are thinking, how are they going to implement it? How are they going to actually bring it to market? How can it actually come to life when they're still holding up their nine to five? And most of the time, people are just thinking, if I'm not technical, that's it, I'm done. Mm. And that's not really the case. No, it's not. It's so not, we're just going to model our life and show you how. Even mm-hmm. if you make a mistake, fine. But you would have learned a lot yeah. making making that making that move. Yes, yes. I keep hearing that it's uh, never be afraid to make a mistake, fail fast, and all those things. So, um, yeah, you, you just got to try. Um, I've got one. Okay. Which is um, you should do things or ideas can come from things that you do that you're passionate about. So, um, if you enjoy, let's say, motor racing, yeah, and um, you you have access to all the data and you know who's who's uh, who's racing what what with what um, with which company, let's say it's F1, and you know you know even the obscure guys that race the, the the you know the teams that come last and in, in, yeah. in from no races a salva so you yeah. have that information you go to races you watch them on on tv you watch them online you follow them offline as well and you're really passionate about racing chances are you would know a lot more about racing than the average person and that automatically means that there's an opportunity there for you to provide a service to people who want to get to where you are or who want to know what you know, yeah? So your passion is racing. You look at that race, that whole racing community. You see where the gaps are between what you know and what's out there. And that place where there's a gap is where you can create a business for yourself. I think this one is actually one of the best ones, right? That's when there is a passion to a certain area of your life mm-hmm. and, uh, and 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 there is a business idea that you've identified you may not have identified it, it 
you know, there are two things that come into that come to mind. You may have a passion to deliver something, to to do something. So a passion for motor racing, you can provide the data, you know the data, you know you have all that information. That can actually make you just an expert in that area. Okay, you can speak about it, you can deliver, write blogs about it. That in itself can actually be the business. Yes. However, while you still have that knowledge and then you start understanding how the entire system works and you mm-hmm. start feeling, hold on a minute, before Renault can move from Monaco to the next racing, there is this problem they tend to have. They mm-hmm. have to do the trip twice because mm-hmm. they need to ship this. And then, I mean, I'm just giving a, a hypothetical example. Mm-hmm. If that was the case and you say, hold on a minute, wouldn't they... Wouldn't it be best if they put this equipment here, so mm. rather than doing the double trip, they can mm. just do it once. Mm. That in itself can actually be as a result of your expertise in that area, your passion in that area, and also mm. obviously your capability to see that gap. You can mm. now identify a business idea and actually build it out. How yes. you build it out is a different thing, but at least you can actually identify, oh, hello, hold on a minute. This is an idea. There is there is something here. Yes. Yeah. I I agree. I agree. Um so again, and, and because you're passionate about it, it would be easier for you to do it day and night when you finish work. Um I don't know if you've heard the saying that um Nine to five will keep you going, but five to nine, what you do between five in the evening and nine in the morning is what would preserve you going forward. So, because that's what you do for yourself. So Um, all the people who are watching Netflix, watch out. Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, anyway, I'm sure we'll get to that and my thoughts on Netflix and all of this. (laughs) (laughs) Another time. Yeah, it'll be another time. Yeah, but um, but but the stuff you do between five in the evening and nine in the morning is what would pay you and pay you handsomely, and is most likely going to be what will make you set you free. Um, so if you're passionate about something, between five in the evening when you finish work and nine o'clock the following morning, you would be working on it, and it's that work that's a lot more can be a lot more satisfying because you're doing it for yourself. Yeah. The passion takes you and, and, and pulls you through because yeah. sometimes there's going to be a lot of challenges, uh, which will come to another day. Um, but yeah, like today, we have talked about all the ideas, uh, mm-hmm. how you get the ideas. Yeah. Um, people probably have their own ideas. They know how they get it. Some people could actually be in the shower and the idea pops in. Yes. All right. And then they'll, they'll be mauling it. They'll be mauling it. I think in our next episode, we're going to be talking about what you do now that you've got the idea. What then? Mm-hmm. You know, now that you have actually got it, you know it, you have been talking about it, thinking about it all by yourself, day, night and afternoon. Then what? Okay. Yeah. So we're going to be sharing our own then what? What did we do when we had our own idea? Mm-hmm. What did we do with it? Uh, like you, you can you can imagine we are wannabes, okay? wannabe CEOs. So trust me, you're gonna hear a whole lot of what we did next. Some of them did not work. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and and we've learned some lessons. Some of those we would like to share. We'll share uh, on the next episode, and then uh, hopefully, if you can uh, tune in, make sure you're listening. You'll enjoy the episode. 
on what to do once you've got the idea. Fantastic. Okay, so now we've done that. Do we want to look at excuses this week? Yeah, let's look at excuses. Okay. All right, so at this point, we'll play some music. <laughs> okay, do you want to go first or shall no, I? No, no, you go first. You go first. What was your excuse today? I'm mean, actually, what did you, what were you meant to do or what were you meant to have achieved that you didn't achieve and then you've got an excuse for it? Um, okay, so that, that's, that's a tricky one because most things I wanted to achieve this week, I did achieve. Wonderful. Let's clap for yeah. that. Don't, don't clap fully yet. So, okay. <laughs> all right. So with with the site, uh, after our, our discussion last week, and you were saying I should change the pricing structure and stuff like that, I haven't changed the pricing structure yet. Okay. Yeah. But because uh, I have a, a slightly different view on, on on the pricing structure, but the things that I have done is um, I've, I've I've written some more code. I've fixed a few bugs on the site. Okay. Uh, I've taken on, um, you know, on the homepage, you said I should remove st- uh, the stuff that um, that doesn't quite work. The clicks like, that are not uh, yeah, functional. Exactly. So I've, I've done all that on, on the homepage. I'll uh, check it out just to make sure you're not fibbing. No, I'm, not, I'm definitely not fibbing. Um, so there's one more thing that I need to remove, which is the, um, the email. Um, I'm still debating whether I should leave that functionality in or 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 remove it com- completely. If I if I remove it, I would put in a like a chat um, a chat widget on the site, but I haven't I haven't quite decided decided. Uh, you know, if you put a chat widget, you're gonna have to be uh, distracted. People if jumping on that, depending yeah. on if you're getting traffic, if you jump on that, people jump on that, they're gonna be asking questions. Are you ready to answer them? You haven't got somebody who's answering you. I haven't. haven't. Uh, there is a there, there's a service called um, that taught taught to does. Um, I think theirs is they charge a pound a day. Are you gonna be? You don't want to do that. Trust me. A month is thirty pound. Trust me. You yeah. can put that on a, a Facebook ad and you can reach out to a hundred or so of something people. Yeah. Okay. For me, I would advise not to. I would just say do uh, an email subscriber, let people send you email that they will want to join your newsletters or something like that. Capture that. There is no interaction in immediate expectation of a, a response. Mm. So that you just save yourself uh, and then spend the money. If you're ready to uh, invest a £30, put a £30 on a Facebook ad and get a lot of people hitting that website. If you get traffic, it's a lot better than some 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 dude trying to talk to you about why is that number not showing. Mm. <laughs> it's a... Okay. Uh, yeah okay. Uh, okay. anyway that's, that's that's fair that's fair um so that's so that's that um so yeah i because i write the code myself i'm able to 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 make my updates and push them push them every night um there's still there's still some other work that i need to do though um and with that in mind i had a session with a business analyst uh two mm-hmm. nights ago and we went through the journey on the site and he from from what he showed me there, there are a few there are a few scenarios that i've missed and there are a few things i need to change in terms of of, of ease of use so over the next week 
I shall be improving the first two steps on the site. So the first two steps that you take for um, uh, through, through the journey through the site, I need to simplify them, hide a few buttons and hide a few um, um, text boxes. So yeah. by our so next you, session, you, you, I must have done it. Well done. Now, yeah. uh, you know me. Yeah. I am the one that talks about money, right? Yes. Yeah. I, I, you know, I tend to see things where where's the strategy behind all of this. Okay. okay. At the moment, I, I still don't understand your strategy. In okay. in the startup world, they tend to say, "Is this an MVP or is this a full-on product? What is it?" Um, at this stage, I would argue it's still an MVP. It's not. It's not. It's not a full-on product. There's there's still so much to be done. Okay. See, yeah. you see, the, 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 there's a, contra- a contradictory statement you're making right now. Yeah. If it is an MVP, yeah. okay, it is the minimal viable product. Okay. You cannot be spending this sort of time. I want to do this, that, and that on this. Okay. From what I've seen, it's a perfect product. It's actually gone beyond minimal viable product. Okay. As mm-hmm. it stands, you should not be making any more forward code investment uh, or time investment on that product. Mm-hmm. As far as I'm concerned, let your community tell you what is not right. Let let the community who want to use this app tell you that that process is breaking and they're not happy. Let them be the one telling you. Mm. Okay? If the business analyst who's telling you that there is a process, there is a flow that you must have missed out, mm. if he is a, a, a home buyer or a, a property investor, Mm. I, I will say, you know what? Whatever he tells you is gold. Mm. Mm. If he's not, trust me, don't spend your time building this flow. Yeah. I will say, open this this platform up to the world of property investors. Let them mm. hit that place. Let them bash it out for you. Trust mm. me. Mm. Any comments that they will leave, and that's why mm. I said they put that subscribing thing there. Let them put messages to comments. And you can mm. be receiving those comments. Mm. What they say is what will drive what features you put in, what you what flow goes in next, etc., etc., etc. I'm mm. a business analyst where I work, and that's mm. how we roll. Okay, when you put your product in, you just hold up and wait for the the client to tell you where to go next. Okay. Because uh, them they will drive how that product works. Obviously, you yeah. will have your overall strategy as to where you want the product to go but to be honest with you it's actually best if your clients are now dictating how they want to use that and then you move because sometimes that's what you call uh market product market fit Mm. all right so when you now find out what it is that they want and you can switch Mm. okay so the, the 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 business analyst guy he wants to use the app um, he is an investor, albeit just starting out. So his his he's like the target market for the app. So okay. a new investor doesn't quite know all the technicalities in in investing in property, but wants to invest and wants to make sure they don't make a mistake. So he is he is my ideal demographic. So his 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 point is that because he doesn't know the technicalities, some of the quests, some of the buttons that appear. Or some of the text boxes that appear are really for advanced users. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So I need to hide those things if I don't need them and just make the page almost bare. Just one thing is what you do on the page and then you move on to the next next thing. Um, so, yeah, it's 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 I, 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 I totally agree with you. And I've opened it up to a few people. Um, as you know, I go to networking events and I talk to mm. people about the app and a lot of them are excited and want to um, try stuff. Um, so I'll start getting feedback from, from, from those, from those guys. So yeah, it's, 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 I do appreciate that. And the other thing is as well, I really struggle to just sit back and wait, right? Because I see things I want to do on the, on, on the app. Yeah, uh, there, is, there are things to do, but I yeah. think, there is you know, an order of priority, mm. okay? So there are things to do. There would never be a day. Anybody who starts off in this journey is never, ever going to be um, idle. Mm. There will always be something to do. Uh, so for, from, from what I see, your product at the moment is a finished product. In terms of maybe you can do the UI better, make it look better, of course, mm. you know, you can always redesign it, you know, make the user experience even better. Yes, I agree with you. But for me, look, the time that you will spend making that UI without the consent, well, not necessarily consent, without the, without understanding, without an insight into the behavior of your user category, the, 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 the target market, you may have to redo all of that again. True. Yeah, because if your users come in and say, "Oh my goodness, this is really cool," you won't you won't need to touch it. You just leave it, okay? Mm-hmm. If you say it's good and you know it serves the purpose for which you wanted it, then got good. I ain't touching it. If they come and say, "Oh my goodness, it would have been good if this this page was just blank and then you just press that button, all the numbers," you be like, "You know what? Uh, that that is actually what we had in mind, and he's saying it's coming in our next release." Mm-hmm. <laughs> then okay. you have interaction between you and your users. You doing what they want, they're excited about the product. You know, for me, the best thing to do is to get the traffic in. Mm-hmm. Get the traffic in. Okay. Uh, network can only get, allow you access to a couple of people, but man, you need to spend money on Google mm-hmm. and not Google, yeah, Google, uh, Facebook, Facebook and LinkedIn. Yeah. Those are the yeah. two places where your, your people are okay. Facebook, LinkedIn, Facebook, LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Okay, so in that case, uh, by our next meeting, I need to sort out the email uh, stuff uh, to make sure that I receive emails that someone can send on the page. And aha, the other feedback I got was that they 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 want videos for the different aspects of of, of the site, so helping explain the valuations and how each each line, what each line does and each strategy, uh, what each strategy is and how I solve the problem, essentially. Yeah, I agree with that. Actually, I would like that one. To be mm-hmm. honest with you, if you were to create a whole lot of videos explaining what mm-hmm. that, that would be what you will use to do your your Facebook ad. That would okay. be the content you would need to put up. I mean, obviously, you have a link of it from on the website, but at the mm-hmm. same time, you can have use the same content on your Facebook ads and your LinkedIn ads. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll, so I'll do that. Next week, yeah. we'd like to see a video of yeah. an explainer explainer video. Actually, to be honest, you're talking about this, these animated ones. They're going to cost you, though. 
Anyway, yeah. look for a way yeah. to do an explainer video, whether it's animated one, whether it is a paid one, whether it's the one that you've done by yourself. Yeah. Think of something you're going to tell us next week. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. All right. So let's, let's, let's hear yours. And thank you very much for the feedback. Really appreciate it. Okay. So mine is at the moment uh, on the website, we are, because it's a booking platform. So a booking platform that gets people booking team events, team activities. And at the moment we're focusing on booking uh, wellness activities at fitness studios. So what we've been doing is, uh, because it's a marketplace where we have the um, um, teams booking these activities and also the providers, we have the providers who are providing the actual services. So on the one hand, we are enabling the users to do a search, mm-hmm. identify the type of activities that they want to book and then book it. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, on the um, provider side, which is the supply side, we are trying to uh, help them create these events so that it will be searchable on the other side, on the user's um, platform. So what I've been trying to do from the guys who have been helping me with the development, they they are creating the the scheduling. Mm, Well, so basically you can actually create those sessions that you want to uh, sell. Uh, from the studio's point of view. Uh, and then that's what, what they're working on at the moment. I'm hoping by the end of this week, they should be in a position to actually say, yep, they have completed this scheduling. So from the studio point of view, they can actually schedule for shadow studios and shadow sessions where people can book. And then okay. it will be searchable from the user's perspective. Now, like I said earlier on, it's a marketplace where you have a demand and a supply. Mm-hmm. So what I've been trying to do, because I, um, I want to understand the best way, the best approach to capture the demand side of the market. So the okay. people who I'm targeting at the moment are employers who are looking for ways to maybe incentivize their teams, their corporate teams, or okay. maybe put them on some sort of a, a wellness regime, wellness uh, corporate program, corporate mm-hmm. wellness program. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this time around, I'm trying to see if there's a way of actually plugging this service to them so that they can know it. They will be able to hear about it. So I've created a Facebook account, Twitter account, and LinkedIn account, and I've been generating content. In the okay. past few days, I've been generating content to see just that directly speaking to employers, HR, mm-hmm. and then targeting them. I have actually spent, I spent about... 50 pounds this week wow, okay. generating Facebook ads mm-hmm. uh, and targeting this this group of people okay now okay. the idea is is harder to get these the demand side of the market mm-hmm. within the supply side if I can show them who you know if I've got a, a single demand side um, participant they mm-hmm. will be happy to onboard so I've, I've been trying to see if I can spend some money and speak to people who who have done corporate um, or enterprise uh, SaaS products, okay, uh, so that they can help me understand how to target corporates, employers. Okay. Uh, yeah. All so right. that's my biggest biggest challenge at the moment. Okay. So it's it's a bit of a chicken and egg situation for you, isn't it? Because I the if if the suppliers 
need to see the demand to onboard and the you can't really provide the demand or cannot meet the demand without having the supplier on board then yeah in my case actually the chicken and egg is a bit a bit subtle Mm. Um, here, the, the supply uh, side of the market are very willing. Right. Okay. So okay. because what happens is in fitness studios, there are peak periods. Mm-hmm. Peak periods where normal people can just come in and then work out. You know, yes. uh, they, they, they have classes. So okay. those classes are uh, scheduled at peak periods. So for instance, lunchtime, after work hours, those are peak periods for these fitness studios. However, there are in-between times where there is no activity whatsoever. They don't even have classes scheduled for those periods. Okay? okay. Those, are, yeah. those are the times the studios wants, they want to fill. And they believe they can okay. fill it. By They, they, feel, they believe corporates can help them fill those times. Okay. Corporate clients who are doing wellness program because they are taking their time out from work and mm. doing it as part of a company time, they mm. can help them fill those slots, those hours that are off peak periods. Okay. So for them, they are very keen to fill those off peak periods. Okay. So it's easy to get them onboarded. The people we are having difficulty at the moment is actually understanding the HR people who make the decision on on getting their employer and employees into corporate and into corporate wellness programs. Okay. And obviously there are a whole lot of them going on at the moment, so they have to choose the one that has to deal with uh, teams working out at the same time. Okay. So that's why my focus is basically on the demand side. I want to speak to the the demand side, see if I can get them, introduce the business to them and see what they say. At the moment, some of them have actually given, some of the people who we've spoken to have given positive feedback. But what we want is somebody who can actually sign up as a partner. Right. Okay. And and those those are essentially businesses, right? Businesses, be your partners yeah. there. So that that's that's a that's a good one. B two B B two B is 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 really good because uh, when they do pay, they do pay properly and handsomely, and it's it's a more you can sign a long term uh, contract with those guys. Um, so I'm just looking online. Uh, there are a few HR conferences coming up soon. Uh, is that are those things that you would you be attending? There is a one that's concluded today. Okay. So what I was doing was I was I, they have these social t- um, tags that I was mm. just following every single um, statement coming out from the uh, it's called Employee Benefit Live. It was done. Okay. In, it was done. It was the second and the third of October mm. um, at the Excel. Okay. So I have sort of followed all the big names that showed up in that uh, conference. Okay. And I'm just <laughs> uh, sending them, well, basically trolling every single trolling one them. of them. Uh, yeah. 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 Nothing ventured, nothing gained, right? Um, yeah. What one tip, I mean, there are quite a few in November um, and they're, they're London ones, so you might, you should be able to, to attend um, a national okay. HR conference and the leading strategic HR transformation. 
there's a tip someone shared with me. I can't remember who it was now, but they said that um, all that um, attending every single conference and stuff like that sometimes can be counterproductive or isn't good value. Uh, but what you can do is if you register, ask for a brochure. And when they send you the brochure, you see everyone that was at the conference and you can troll them that way. Yeah, the last time I did that, they actually, they'll give you the contact names of all the participants. Okay. And then that becomes your, instantly, that becomes your your mailing list. Okay. All right. So it yeah. sounds like you're doing that already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. I mean, it costs you a lot of money. That's the thing. So, what, for instance, all this. No, 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 no. Well, yeah, for these events. Yeah. So, for this one that just gone, I think uh, if you were just attending it, it's about 400 pounds. You know, and, and then sometimes you want to say it to yourself, really, you know. And one of the big things was I wanted to be in a position where a product was actually ready, something that they can actually demo. Mm -hmm. um, because of where the product is at the moment, it's not something that can actually give up a proper demo. So, unfortunately, I had to, I had to call it and say, no, not, not this time. Mm. So, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't get that. So, but you're you're doing you're doing adverts on um, um, LinkedIn and uh, Facebook. Yes. So, what what does your advert say then? If you've got so nothing? the advert is basically um, getting the name out and telling what what it does. So it's in a, uh, so discussing employee benefits so we talk about employee benefits and then our name is there we use okay. the tags for employee benefits and then we're, we're talking about uh, uh, team rewards okay. um, to rewarding teams uh, uh, collectively and individually you know those sort of talking points within the HR um, uh, sector yeah yeah so those talking points I want the name to be associated or at least linked with those sort of discussions so that the name will be, you know, familiar when we start showing our product. Okay. Uh, but do you that, not think that someone might search for you off of the adverts? Yeah, they will search. And I think, to be honest with you, the moment they start searching, that one of my objectives is for them to start having that uh, um, behavior or interaction looking for looking for information regarding team reserve i mean okay um, so what we're trying to say our objective at the moment is to build a community a community of people who just talk about these issues okay they right. will follow they will follow our handles on on social okay and then at some point we will launch the product at that time we would have people would have been conversing with what we believe we were going to do, and then they will be ready when the, once the product is ready. Okay, so so just so that I understand, so you, you've got adverts running to yes. attract people to follow your handle. Exactly. Right. If they typed your URL, they will not find anything, because I know when you show yes, the site, yes, you yes, have yes, to yes, approve my IP. Anything. That's okay. correct. Okay, so they won't find anything, and you're not concerned that they will not find anything. 
Um, I am concerned. I am concerned. Uh, I think uh, from what people have advised in the past is, you know, just have a landing page. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just have a landing page. And then at the moment, because of the domain name, yes. I didn't want to have any, I didn't want that being somebody bouncing on that page with nothing happening. But I think it has given me an idea. I may create a landing page yeah. that somebody can land on. Yes. Why we are building our product in the exactly. back end. Exactly. So you, you, you described know, your... That's the main one. Yes. I've solved my own problem. <laughs> solved your own problem. Exactly. So that's your main thing. Describe who you are, what you're planning to do, coming soon, and then people can register as well. Send me yeah. their emails to you. Um, yeah. So that way you've covered everybody. Um, so they'll follow you and uh, potentially give you their email addresses. Good. Let's catch up yeah. again uh, next week when we next talk week. about what what next. Yes. Once you have your yeah. idea, what next? Exactly. So do that. It's been a pleasure, Emeka. Uh, you have a you have a good day. Good Thank evening. you very much. And until next time. Until next time, say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye bye.